Today is going to be a pretty fun episode. I realized, you know, that I hadn't really shared much about my story and how I got to where I am today as a coach and as a podcaster. And I know for moms specifically, it can be so easy to feel like we are alone in our stories. And I know from my own experience that I have always found that when I have listened to the stories of other moms who have, you know, felt pulled towards something more and they finally took that step to you know, step into that, I've always found something relatable in their story. And it's given me that inspiration and courage to take my own steps forward. And so today that is exactly what we're doing. I'm going to share with you my story from when I first started this journey of becoming who I felt God was calling me to be. So like I said, it's going to be a fun one. So just pop those earbuds in, tune in, and let's dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to the Made to Be podcast where you'll learn to let go of the shame, the stories, the shoulds, keeping you boxed in and unfulfilled and trade it for a life where you lean into what lights you up, preclaim your confidence and step into the life that you were made to live. I'm your host, Mary Smith, mama four and certified life coach. And I believe that God has big plans for the gifts, talents and dreams that he's given you. I'm here to help you bring them to the surface so that you can do the kingdom work you were chosen for. So if you're ready to say yes to your calling and reject the lie that you have to choose between raising a family or pursuing your God-given passions, you're in the right place. So grab your coffee, a pile of laundry, and tune in because mama, it's time to become who you're made to be. I think it is always, you know, when you you go to share your story, you're kind of like, where do I start? Where is a good starting point to even, you know, briefly describe my history and how I, you know, got to where I am today. But the majority of what we're going to talk about today is going to be around, you know, after I became a mother. But I think that it might be important enough to highlight that, you know, growing up um, in the community that I grew up in, it was very um, apparent to me that most women, when they grew up and became adults, most of the women that I knew were pretty much stay-at-home moms or they had occupations, like maybe they were teachers or something like that. And so for me, I always had this idea and this hope that I too would become a stay-at-home mom myself one day. So really growing up, you know, beyond, you know, pursuing those interests I had as a child, as a teenager, you know, I took music lessons and I really enjoyed sports. You know, outside of those interests, um, I think I kind of always knew that that was the direction that my life would head. I didn't really have many dreams beyond really getting a college degree and then settling down, um, getting married and having my own children and staying at home with them. So that really was the extent of my dreaming. And of course, I still recognize being a mom and being able to stay at home with my kids as a dream that has come true. I feel so privileged to be able to do that. And it's something that I value immensely, but what I didn't really 
know is that after I would have kids that I would have these new dreams that kind of came forth in my heart and it happened you know shortly shortly around the time that I had my second baby but it was actually after I had my first that I really kind of had this awakening of how how much different life felt between, you know, before I was a mom versus after I was a mom. And before I was a mom, it was like, I had this identity as, as Mary, right. As a woman, as an individual. And then when I became a mom and, you know, diving wholeheartedly into that season of my life and really leaning in and cherishing that it was still hard not to notice how dramatically things seemed to have shifted between like who I was and what my identity was. Like it was, I was a person with interests and gifts and talents and goals and all of those things before I had a baby. But then it was like, after I became a mother, then that became my identity, like my whole identity and all the conversations I would have revolved around motherhood. And so it didn't take long for, you know, that all too common experience where mothers feel like they've lost sight of who they are beyond motherhood. And so I'm dealing with this, noticing this, and just kind of at that point in time being like, I guess that's just how things are. Like I said, still really enjoying motherhood, but there was that missing piece, that part that was kind of like, you know, but what about the rest of me? Like it was, it just didn't really make sense. But at that time I was like, I guess that's just how things are. So fast forward to 2016 and then we had our second daughter and it was soon after that I had already, you know, come out of the, the newborn foggy phase and was like taking care of my body and working out regularly. And I started to begin to feel this pull to explore interests outside of motherhood. I had this desire to like lean into some type of creative outlet, something that didn't really revolve around my role as a mom. I wanted something that was my own you know, something that I could feel excited about as a person. I could have goals that I was working towards and, and interests that didn't revolve around who I was as a mother. It was just something to help me feel like I wasn't stagnating and, and that I was growing. So I began to explore what those creative outlets could be. And shortly after in 2017... I decided after, you know, going through Pinterest and seeing all of these blogs and mom blogs and like how easy it was to do from home, it just seemed like that was like, oh, okay, that's, that's what it seems like moms do now. They, they start blogs. And so (laughs) that is what I did. I started a blog and I took a blogging course. And at that time it was, it was around, you know, kind of just what I was experiencing in life at that time. So how I was living out my motherhood and I uh, dove into minimalism and, you know, just living a very decluttered lifestyle just so that I could free up time, right? I didn't want to spend all my time taking care of my kids and then 
having all of these things around my house that I had to take care of as well. And so I dove into minimalism and started blogging about those things, minimalism, routines, things like that. And I also remember at that time, I created a challenge and it was called the dreamer to doer challenge. And it was interesting because through that experience, I did learn so much about, um, content creation and actually about email list building. And I built an email list of around 1200 women through that time. Um, so I did that for a little while, but then in around 2018, I had, our third daughter. And I was starting to feel just so burnt out on blogging. I realized that I didn't actually really love doing it. I remember like trying to put out one blog article a week felt so hard. And I, I just was constantly feeling like I was burning myself out and I wasn't really passionate about what I was sharing because as you know, like I started this creative outlet to, you know, find interest in, and pursue dreams beyond motherhood. But then with this blogging, I was really just, it was just more mom stuff. It was writing about things that were centered around mom life and that identity. So as you can imagine, like it wasn't really providing that creative outlet that I needed at that time. Um, so I decided to make a shift at that point. And what I did find when I was blogging is that I was actually really enjoying just designing my blog. I really enjoyed learning code and, and something called CSS, which was um, code that you could learn to change how design looked on your page, change color. I remember really enjoying learning how to do that. And so I ended up spending more time just kind of playing with the design of my blog versus writing my blog. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's go this route. Let's explore this a little bit. Cause this seems interesting. And so from that point, that was in 20, around 2019, I decided to learn what I could about web design. And I took a course on how to create a business as a web designer and how to create website templates. And I did that with the Squarespace platform. So in 2019, I spent that entire year learning and growing in that skill set and I was prepping to launch a template shop. I made these templates for Squarespace. Um, I designed those, I produced them and created a template shop all through 2019. And then at the beginning of 2020, I had everything ready to go and um and that's when I launched the shop. I remember it was around, I think it was in March of 2020. I launched that shop. And of course, that's when uh, that's when COVID hit. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, what a time to launch a launch a, a business. But actually, it was a good time because everybody went online at that point in time. So I launched that shop and then I ended up selling a number of templates. I even took on a handful of custom web design clients. And so I was able to, you know, 
actually earn some income from that, which I wasn't actually able to do with just the blog. And so it was really like helpful and beneficial to, you know, bring in that money as a mom, as a stay at home mom. But I was still feeling like I hadn't hit the mark yet. Like I, I was chasing this, this, what became the stream of, you know, starting my own business. Um, but the business that I had created still wasn't something that I was so lit up about. And I, I thought at the time that the reason why was because the custom projects that I were t- was taking on, I, I didn't really have much control over the aesthetic. Most of these clients already had their branding done. And so, um, aesthetics is something that I am very much drawn to. And, um, so I, I didn't really love that. I didn't have much control over that aspect, right? So I was designing websites for already established brands. Um, so then I decided, okay, here, here we go. Here's another tweak. I now need to learn brand design because that way I would have a little bit more control over the design process and I could really take on clients that I felt aligned with me and my values and my style. And so in early 2021, I decided to do that. I took a really, really amazing brand strategy and design course that was so helpful in in helping me to learn how to create brands that were rooted in purpose and meaning. And then that became something that I could offer clients along with web design, right? So it was more of an end-to-end process where I could start them. You know, they might just be starting out or just needing a total rebrand. And we could start from the beginning and carry them through that web design. And so I actually took a few clients behind the scenes. And while it was, it was actually, it was fun recreating for them. Like it was fun creating these brands. Um, you know, one was based, um, it was like a motherhood based brand that was, that was fun. And I loved doing it, but still, still, it was like, something is off. It is not right. This, this doesn't seem to be the thing for me. And So mid 2021, I decided I'm just going to take a step back. I'm going to reflect. I, I remember feeling like I have this deep pull to serve women and mothers who were feeling the same way I was, who felt, you know, called to this vocation of motherhood, but they still felt called to something more, right? It was honestly something that I feel has, you know, been a part of my story since the very beginning of seeking this creative outlet after I had my second daughter. Um, But it was something that I was ignoring. And so I decided to kind of take a step back and get quiet and really, you know, start to discern what that might be. And so we actually had our fourth daughter that year in September of 2021. And so I, like I said, I was like, I'm taking a step back. I want to soak in these newborn months. I want to make sure that I'm being fully present for her and also taking care of, you know, myself and, you know, cherishing this season, but also not, you know, putting too much on my plate and, and not putting myself under this pressure to have it all figured out really quickly. And so I spent the rest of that year from September through December, just 
you know, soaking in that newborn season. And January 2022 rolls around and I felt like I was in this place where I could, you know, begin to, you know, come out of that newborn phase. I was able to spend more time on the things that I wanted to do. I was able to spend time um, leaning into, you know, my business and taking that new step. And you might think that at this point that I would have made that shift, you know, that, that call that I felt on my heart to serve mothers. You might think that this is where I did that, but it's not. I was still struggling so much with that nudge on my heart and feeling like that was what God was calling me to. It was something that never went away, but I wasn't really ready to pay attention to that yet because it didn't make sense to me. What made sense to me was continuing on on the path that I had already invested so much time and energy into. And so what did I do? Well, I took another design course. And you might be wondering, okay, why did you take another design course? I took another design course because, I mean, it could be for multiple reasons, right? Well, for one, it was for the business side of running a design business. So there was some new knowledge that I was acquiring through taking that course. But I also think that in some ways, this was a distraction for me. This was something that I could direct my attention to to stay focused on and in a way kind of ignore the, like I said, that pull on my heart to, to go a different direction in a direction that I wasn't quite ready to go yet. And so, yeah, it was just some way to, to, to keep me feeling like I was making forward progress, even though it actually wasn't in the direction that God was calling me to. So I relaunched the design business thinking that, you know, I had all the missing pieces in place, hoping that this would be, you know, finally everything would be smooth sailing from here, but surprise, surprise, it wasn't. And it's, it wasn't because it wasn't what I was called to do. Right. And I could not escape that nagging feeling that I wasn't being obedient to what I felt God was, was putting on my heart. I eventually got sick and tired of feeling that way. I eventually was like, okay, something has to change. This is not working. I I am getting clients. I'm, you know, earning an income, but this isn't what I was made to do. I just have this feeling this is not what it is. And so I get to this point and this is the moment where everything changed and where it brought me to where I am today and it's it's what I call the shift. So I was on this call with my coach and I remember at this point in time, I, I knew how I was feeling and I knew the shift that I wanted to make, the, the change that I needed to make, but I also felt like I was kind of stuck and that I couldn't um, because I had invested so much time and energy into these other endeavors. So I felt like I couldn't turn my back on that. And so I remember sharing this with my coach and what I was feeling called to do, which is to serve mothers who feel called to more, who maybe be stay-at-home moms or even working moms who want to stay at home with their kids, but they're still feeling called to more, right? They still want to use their gifts 
and their talents and their skills, and they still feel called to serve in other ways. I remember sharing this with my coach and I remember asking her like, how can I build this bridge to get to where I am now and to get to where I wanted to go and thinking like, okay, I need this step-by-step gradual game plan where I can ease out of this design business and ease into this new business as a coach where I help moms you know, find their spark and pursue their God-given calling, you know, where I help moms who feel made for more. I was asking, like, how do I bridge the gap between those two things? And, you know, she was revealing to me, you know, why put yourself, why put this gap between where you are now and what you want to do? Like, it's unnecessary. And I realized that, you know, I felt called to do this, but I also didn't feel ready. I also didn't feel worthy of pursuing that calling. And, and so I was placing this gap between where I was and where I wanted to be because I was afraid to actually step into it. So it made more sense for me to kind of like put these stepping stone goals between me and the thing that I really wanted to do because I wanted to hope by the time I stepped over each of those stones, then I would be ready. But the truth is, if you're called to something, if God is calling you to something, he's going to equip you for it. And on that call, I realized that it was just something that I was just really afraid to pursue. And That's why I feel like coaching is so powerful because she opened up this possibility for me to see that I actually didn't need to wait, that I didn't need to build a bridge, and I didn't need to pursue a goal that wasn't actually aligned with the thing that God was calling me to. Like I could do it now. I didn't need to wait. I didn't need to, I was better or good enough, or I didn't need to compare myself to someone else who who might be in a similar field. And I thought, why would someone work with me when they can work with her, right? We're constantly comparing ourselves. And the truth is, it was easy for me to pursue all of those other endeavors before I got to where I am today. It was easy for me to do those things because it wasn't something that I truly cared about, right? And the thing is, when you don't really care about something, it's okay if it doesn't work out, right? I I didn't truly care about blogging. It wasn't something that I really wanted to have success in. So I was okay if I failed at that. I didn't really care about brand design as powerful as it is and as how necessary good brand design is. It wasn't aligned with who I am and what my gifts are. And so if that didn't work out, not a big deal, right? But this calling on my heart, this calling to work one-on-one with moms, to have these deep, meaningful conversations with them, and to help them, encourage them, help guide them to stepping into their own calling beyond their role as a mother, that was something that I was afraid to do. 
And it was something that I was afraid to do because I really cared about it. And if I were to step into that, what if I failed at that? That mattered. That mattered to me. The stakes were high on that one. They still are because I care about it so much. But I got to the point where I was willing to fail. I was willing to try. I was willing to step into my dream, to be a coach, to help others step into their God-given calling because that's what I am called to. And that is actually where I am today, right? As a coach. And, you know, my journey has been long, but I learned so many lessons through them. And so what are the lessons that I learned? What are some of the lessons that I learned through this whole journey of trial and error, through this whole journey of ignoring the calling that God had placed on my heart and doing instead what felt like it made the most sense or what felt safe? One of the things that I learned is that I would rather fail at something that I deeply care about than succeed at something I don't. And that's scary, right? It's scary to fail at something that you care deeply about, but it's worth it. I also realized that if it was something that God put on my heart, if I were going to walk in obedience to that, there's no failing. There's truly no failing. That God is going to equip me for this journey. That God is going to bless this obedience. And I'm here to make an impact. I don't want to live my life in this comfort zone. I want to live this life of adventure, of impact, of stepping into the thing that I feel called toward because that's my duty as a Christian. And that is how I want to lead my own daughters. That even if it feels scary, that God's plan is always good. Another thing that I learned through this whole thing I think truly did prepare me for the work that I do today was that I had to go through the struggle of doing the things that felt safe, of ignoring the thing that I felt called to, of letting fear get in the way so that I could show up powerfully in my calling now to serve the women that I am called to serve and to help them to skip over the safe, to skip over the acceptable And to help them see that what they are called to do, they're called to do now. That they don't have to wait. I know so many of you have this calling on your heart to pursue a dream, to start a business. I know this. And I also know that so many of you feel like now is not the time. So many of you feel like you're not good enough. So many of you feel like there's someone out there that can do it better. But here is the truth. No one can compare to you. No one. We have to stop looking at our gifts, looking at our desires and dreams, and comparing them to someone else. We have to stop looking at someone else's gifts someone else's dreams and how they're called to show up to serve and thinking that we might as well not even bother because they're so much better than me. That's not true. You are needed. Your gifts are needed. 
their gifts are needed. We have to get to a point where we can look at other women and see them standing in their gifts and talents and doing the work that God's called them to do. And we applaud them and we go side by side with them, knowing that they're offering something wholly special and unique to this world. And also knowing that we are doing the same, that we are capable of the same because we are created that way. We are created with unique gifts and talents. We are created with a unique call on our lives. There's a unique purpose on our lives. So what is the point of comparing ourselves to others? There is no comparison. So if this is something that has resonated with you, if this is something that you're struggling with, feeling good enough, feeling not ready, feeling like there's so many others out there that could, that could do it better than you, Just remember that God chose you and that you are set apart. And so I want to encourage you to share with him these thoughts that you're having, these doubts that you're having, these fears that you're having. Take them to God. Surrender those to him and ask him to help you to see yourself the way that he sees you, to help you to see your gifts as what they are, truly that they are gifts from God and that you are called to use them to be a gift for others. Just take those things to him and pray for some clarity. Pray for some compassion. Give yourself grace. All right, mama, that is all I have for you today. But if you are a mom who feels made for more, you feel called to something more, and maybe you have been feeling like you're not ready or you're not qualified, or there's something that's just holding you back from taking that next step, go to madetobecoaching.com and book a free 20 minute clarity call. And we can discuss where you are and what your goals are and what you feel God is calling you to. And we can see if working together would be a right fit. We don't want to let fear keep holding us back, especially when it comes to stepping into the calling that God has on our lives. So if that is you go to made to be coaching.com and book that free call. I cannot wait to talk to you. I pray that this episode blessed and encouraged you and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here and hanging out with me today. If this episode helped or encouraged you in some way, I would love it if you could leave a written review and subscribe to the show over on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to know how this show is impacting your life and leaving your review helps other mamas find the Made to Be podcast as well. Share this episode with a mama friend who needs to hear this message and let her know that it might bless her. And finally, head over to madetobecommunity.com to join my free Facebook community to connect with me and other mamas just like you. And also, my email inbox is always open, so if you'd like, you can shoot me a message. Just head to the show notes and you can find my email address there. Praying over you, your dreams, and God's calling on your life. I'll see you in the next episode.